In this week's episode of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Foot, oh, my hamstring. Oh, Mike, take over, take over. This week, we look at all the injuries that have taken over the league. We look at the most exciting matchups from last week and this coming week. And we look at Mike's biggest mistake. (laughs) You couldn't help but make me laugh. Oh, my knee. Oh. Big Ditka's podcast. All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Big Ditka's Fantasy Football Podcast. You've got Mike with you and Mike. Mike, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing well. It's been, uh, it's been a good week, and we had a little chat. We're all fired up. We're all ready to go. We're going to do this one much Quicker or longer than last week? I'm not, we're going for quicker. We'll see how it ends. Unless we hit right on, in which case, then I think that's also good. So we wanted to start off this episode by giving a quick shout out to, you know, we realized last last week that after discussing it, we kind of forgot to even talk about the league and give some shout outs to uh, to Mark. Mark Woolley, one of our, our new owners with Woolley Wild, Wildcats, who's coming in, coming in hot, man. He's coming in hot. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, he beat me week one. Uh, yeah. Full, uh, yeah. full credit on that one. Good win. Um, two and zero. Oh. He, he's two and zero. Oh. Yeah, two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. And uh, and Tony on the other end of the spectrum, the incredible bulk at zero oh and two, coming I think into I the beat league him this past week. Yes, indeed, you did. I, so, I apologize, Tony. Not really, but I mean, I, I I'll say that I apologize. Well, it's tough because he had a good week too. But he had a really good week. You had a better one. That's the way, that's the way. Yeah, the old sometimes. Couples. He would have beat me. He would have beat me. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. He would have beat bit. everyone. There's only a couple teams that he wouldn't have beaten. He had 124 <laughs> points. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good score. Anyways, all right. So you wanted to talk about some of the injuries. So anyway, welcome to the league. We're happy to have you. Uh, hope you listen. If, and hope, hope to have you on is really what it comes down. We really like the whole point of this podcast was to get other owners on and to talk to them. And given that we're all stuck at home, you know, I'm hoping we can get some more people on, but I haven't done any outreach, which probably hurts the chances of that. All right. So <laughs> thanks for coming in. So happy. I love this league. I mean, it's, it, it is one of those leagues that I find it really is different and. You know, players play through to the end and the waiver wires are always crazy and there's always action going on and picking up. And the only thing that doesn't happen often is a trade, but I, but managed, I managed to sneak one in this week. So that happened. One That's a, a very rare occurrence. Yeah. Like you can probably count them on one hand per season. We do not like to trade with one another. There was one year where I traded with Sandra because I waited to the very end to pick up to pick up a quarterback and everybody picked up two and I ended up with Andy Dalton in week one. He scored minus four fantasy points, but that before that (laughs) happened, I tried to trade with Sandra to get Dak and she approved it. And it was, it was, it was somebody and Jamison Crowder for Dak. And, and I remember something, something happened about the trade that didn't go through prior to, like it wasn't, it didn't go through prior to, it was going to go through like the next week, which I was like, yeah, but I wanted it this week. So long, long story short, 
Fred ended up having to like approve it as the commissioner and get it through. I don't know how. And But I, I was like, well, if that's the case, I'm not going to start him. And if I had started Dak, I would have won that week. I would have beat Fred that week. And I would have actually made the playoffs because I lost the playoffs oh, only by a score. But that like, stings. that's the way it goes. So, you know, that's just the way it is. Life and fantasy football. Exactly. The two best things. All right. Let's talk about injuries. Talking about fantasy football. Well, you speaking have of huge... life and fantasy football, yes. So, uh, one of the... This is probably historic levels of injury and not just injuries. I'm going to go through some of these injuries right now, just to break down um, for anyone who hasn't paying attention. It's hard to avoid this. If you're playing fantasy football. Um, I mean, you start at the top, the most dominant uh, running back by a, by a, a long a country mile last year, Christian McCaffrey. Um, he's out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. The number two running back, Saquon Barkley, done for the season, torn ACL. Cortland Sutton, uh, torn ACL, out I, for the season. I was going to say, I feel bad also for Saquon because he like hurt his arm, and then the next time he came out, he tore his ACL. That sucks. So Cortland Sutton out for the season, that sucks. I like, I like him. Yeah, and then, I mean, they lost their quarterback after that. Um, only two to six weeks. But now there's Blake Bortles sightings. That are coming. He signed, didn't he? Didn't he sign? Has he officially signed? I thought thought it was just a rumor. Has it officially been declared? Bronco, oh no, expected to sign. Ooh, uh, AP source, Broncos adding free agent quarterback Blake Bortles. Broncos to sign X-Jags QB Bortles. uh, I'll look it up. You keep going through this list. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's something. I mean, you look at the Niners. Holy cap. Garoppolo, Mostart, um, Kittle are all injured and they're all out on de- on defense. They lost a big, big one. Did you um, also Solomon hear that Thomas. their team plane got hit as well and their MRI machine broke? I, I all last week. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Seriously. All right. Oh, my Lord. Um, uh, going through some other stuff. Uh, Paris Campbell, uh, promising receiver for the Colts, um, out at least three weeks with a knee injury. Uh, Sterling Shepard, out at least three weeks with turf toe, which, which can be a real nagging mm-hmm. in- uh, injury. Um, the Jets, as if you needed anything else with uh, Le'Veon Bell on, on IR already. So now they've got Jamison Crowder and Denzel Mims in their receiving core with hamstring injuries. So let's just add Rashad Perriman to the mix as well out with an ankle injury because why not? Um, Cam Akers, um, he suffered an injury. Lots of hope for Cam Akers. He got a separated rib cartilage. Oh, my God. Malcolm Brown has been dealing with it, had had to get a surgically repaired pinky. Um, And both of them have been missing practice. I think they missed practice today. So there's some question marks in in that backfield. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, this is probably the craziest thing because Justin Herbert was not supposed to start this week. It was a surprise start. Everyone's like, why did this happen last minute? Well, apparently the team doctor accidentally punctured his lung. Punctured his lung. By giving him um, an injection as a painkiller. Um, so he's out at least a couple weeks. Herbert's actually back this week, um, and Herbert looked great. Um, I know that he was supposed to be kind of the runner-up in terms of uh, between him and Tua, in terms of who to get uh, at that position, falling for like the second-ranked quarterback. But holy cow, he looked just game ready. I don't know if you saw that hit when he scrambled. I did not. And uh, a linebacker came, and he put the line like he injured the linebacker. <laughs> they just went straight up. He just put his shoulder into him, and the linebacker was the one that was injured. So I 
I've become a Herbert fan, apparently. Nice. Um, Devontae Adams, uh, hamstring injury. He left the game, but apparently he could have come back, is what the reports are saying. Um, Michael Thomas, out with an ankle sprain, um, which has, which really hurt the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, Julio Jones, now they're talking about him dealing with hamstring issues. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a crazy... More, but these are all like fantasy-relevant people that are... These are all people who, I mean, well, a lot of them are people who you would have started. Yeah, it's it's a crazy week. And I'm surprised that our waiver wire weren't a little bit crazy. So I, I threw in a, an update here while I was looking up while you were going through your list of all the crazy injuries. And it's from Adam Schefter just saying, Denver is signing former Jags and Rams QB to a one-year deal once he passes his COVID protocol. Mm. So there you go. He's back. He's back. And I was talking with a coworker and we were saying, like, no, still no Kaepernick, eh? I thought I thought he had a shot this year given everything going on. Yeah, when you go to Bortles over Kaepernick, like I know Kaepernick's been out of the game for a little while, uh, but yeah, that's uh, Bortles. Bortles. Ah, we'll see. So let's talk about. I mean, let's talk about that. We talked last week about the 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 real or fantasy, and I'm going to say pat us on the back a little bit here because you know you did a lot of the heavy lifting, but like you were right, Josh Allen QB three last week. 35 points. Cam Newton was a QB2, and, and this is based on our scoring, right? Calvin Ridley was the f- number one wide receiver in mm-hmm. our league. Malcolm Brown, uh, well, he was a little bit lower, RB50, but in that respect, mm-hmm. I mean, he did break his pinky finger, so it's not like he had the full game there. So I'm going to give us a pass, and a three out of four ain't bad, is what yeah. Meatloaf said. I added a couple other people just to highlight from week two. But that's not what um, we talked about. So we didn't talk about these guys. But We, Naeem we did Hines, not. Yeah. But Naeem Hines was the most talked about pickup. Um, yeah. I believe Chris picked him up. Um, and, uh, I mean, for obvious reasons, it seemed with Mac gone, it makes the most sense. He finished as the RB85 with Whoop. a total of one target, one reception for four yards. So he was picked up and dropped. Um, I'm glad we didn't have any sort of fab budgets in this league because the amount of money people were spending. Now, Naeem Hines probably has some value moving forward, but like clearly this shows it's Jonathan Taylor's backfield. Yep. yep. Um, it's just in- incredible. The most, like one of the, the, was the biggest waiver pickup of the week. Well, and he finished as RB85. Yeah. Consider that we spent the same fab to get Devonta Freeman as we did 35 bucks is the exact same that somebody paid for Naeem Hines. And yeah, I would be, I guess they'll keep them now for a while, but that's in another, just for the clarification, it's in another another league, league. but still Uh, talking about fab. Mike and I have, have gone through and and learned how to do the fab budget. Um, And then one other thing I didn't talk about, but one thing I just thought would be interesting to mention about this past week um, is kind of the explosion of the tight ends and the tight ends that you never would have seen coming. The top three tight ends, um, Tyler Higby, number one, 23.4 points. Um, Johnny Smith, uh, tight end two, 20.4 points. Uh, Mike Kosecki, uh, tight end number three, 19 points. These people were far down the list, um, in terms of, in terms of tight, tight end stature. Yeah. And they just absolutely dominated and were game changers but with tight ends it's all about who gets the touchdowns that's really what it comes down to if you can get the guy who gets the touchdowns you know they all they all like there's the top guys who get the four or five points and then there's going to be some mm-hmm. of them who get the touchdowns those are the guys who break it out so but i think this also that's shows how i can that with sleep. all of these injuries yeah you know this is where you're going to start looking yeah you're going to have to start doing an analysis of you know okay this team's lost this 
you know, their quarterback, where are they going to go? You know, suddenly yeah. so many players you never would have considered that to me is options. that to me is what makes fantasy football interesting because again somebody's got to catch the ball somebody's got to run the ball that's the that's the end of the day it's not mm-hmm. like other leagues where you go like I was said if if PK Subban goes down in a game you don't say well who's the next defender put him up and he's going to take the slot no you change the way you play so all right we got to mm-hmm. keep on moving let's talk about this one let's start right out hey what happened I want to know what the hell happened because yeah I'm gonna say laugh at me man Kirk <laughs> Cousins holy sweet Jesus Christ did do you see this stat he finished yep. QB 33 out of 34 <laughs> okay so not only did only 34 quarterbacks score points he finished second last and he finished worse that I could have picked any other starting quarterback and I would have been okay or some of the some of the backup or one of the backups actually, and some, I wanted some to of the you, receivers that made a pass during that game on, right, on a sneak probably trick play. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to know from you, who do you think scored more points than Kirk Cousins, Nick Mullins, or Taysom Hill? And I actually listed how much their their contracts are worth just for the fun of it because I was like, Kirk is worth forty million dollars this year, um, and Nick Mullins. And Taysom Hill, Nick Mons is you, worth. You said more. You meant fewer. Who who scored fewer? Well, points? you can say more. One of them scored. One of them scored a little bit more. One of them. One of them was QB thirty two, and one of them was QB thirty four. Who do you think was QB thirty two or thirty two? I'm going to go with Mullins. That is correct. Yes, because he played half of a game. Yeah. So yeah. So one point sixty four points and uh, 0.8 Just, points for Taysom Hill. He only had one one rush. Is really. I mean, what that's is. still terrible for Mullins. Um, yeah, but uh, considering he played half of a game, I was nobody was starting him. So, anyways, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Kudos to me. Round of applause. Well done. On the other end of the spectrum, there's you. <laughs> hey, there's you. One thirty nine point seventy two, the highest in the league this this uh, this week. Uh, you were projected mm-hmm. to lose the game by eight points, actually, and yeah, managed to outdo that projection by thirty nine points. So yeah, lend me some of your secret sauce, man. That'll do, team. Um, you know, it's funny cause we even said the last time when, when we were breaking down the matchup, you know, you said, Oh, it's kind of close. It's this. And I'm like, yeah, projections mean nothing. Projections mean nothing. I know they don't mean anything. You know, it's just, it's just, it's, do you ever look at the, uh, the fearless forecast that, that Yahoo puts out there? Do you put any weight into those when you read those? If you do? No, because they're all positive. They they are always all positive. I found I I there's never they never really say anything super negative about a player or say oh yeah this guy's worth dropping. So I was like oh he had six, but maybe next week he'll be okay. You know and oh maybe next week he'll be. He looks like he's doing all right. And you're like he had he had you know three interceptions, but next week Kirk Cousins should be back in the saddle, right? And it's um, yeah. So no, I don't. I don't. I read them just to see the quick stats breakdown, but no. Yeah. So I know projections are nothing, but look, I need content for this thing. All right. I got something. All right. So I have a question. Yeah. If they, if the fearless projection was that Kirk Cousins would score 1.52 points. Start him. You, you would have started him just to spite the projections, <laughs> no, right? He's done. Fuck your cousin. I can't stand him. I, I hated picking him up. I, but I, uh, like I said, I thought he was going to throw the ball. I didn't think he'd be throwing it to Indianapolis so much. <laughs> then we got, right. then we got Wolves Wildcats versus Dirty Girl in a, what ended up being a very tight game. And that's 
you know, it was interesting because it started pretty grim with, you know, with Zeke and Dallas, like Zeke fumbled. Dallas wasn't doing well. They managed to pull off that narrow win. And I thought it was somewhat fitting that, you know, Mark Woolley's favorite team being the Cowboys. And he did kind of the same, except, I mean, he just kind of won. Dirty Girl didn't kind of make it up because it was all on Monday when Waller, you know, 103 and one touchdown for the yeah, tight end cow. brought it that close, right? He's playing so well. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, to their A minus scores. Come on, the weekly grade. I got a big old F. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, I don't know how Las Vegas kind of did what they did. I'm very confused. Las Vegas has confused me for years in what they're doing and what they've done. Especially when they signed Antonio Brown, didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, or traded that was, for him. Well, that sorry? was Oakland. That wasn't Vegas. You can't you can't fault Vegas for that one. I guess they were rolling <laughs> the dice. <laughs> All right. Yeah, how about- they are confusing. They have enough targets to spread around that it's kind of like it's hard. I think Waller's a a lock, but it and uh, Jacobs in the backfield. But other than that, like I had Rugs, um, and I I wanted to keep him, but I had to drop him. There's there's so many targets. Yeah. I don't know how they how they're gonna feed all the mouths, if you will. So let's talk waivers. Would you like it if I <laughs> laughed at your misfortune? Huh? Wave <laughs> to the people. That's how I feel. All right. <laughs> I didn't. I just have waiver wire drop. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> so, um, I I actually want to see one thing too because I think the interesting thing was what we were talking about just before is this morning you woke up and picked up Devonta Freeman, and after I saw mm-hmm. you do that, I went and picked up Mike Davis, who are the two people. You know, a lot of Mike Davis is the number one guy people are talking about. So I find that very confusing. Um, and like you said, Devonta Freeman was just sitting there. So you upgraded your backups. Mm-hmm. So I do wonder, oh, man, sorry. I mean, it is, a, it is a quick turnaround. You know, we all have our own lives. Like sometimes it's hard to, to keep track of everything that's going on. Um, but I do wonder if it's just that, you know, maybe people know something that we don't. Maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they're right. Hey, uh, oh, we got this. Oh, oh, play. We got I got a new record for you the the largest margin of victory and largest margin of defeat was this week with oh. Steeman Willie Beeman beat me by sixty six point seventy six points I wanted to check that out and um, <laughs> yeah is this this is this is all time is this all time oh, sorry my my, my battery definitely dies. of the week. It's it's got to be pushing for all time. Oh, it's not all time. Thank God. Actually, you had the all-time record for the single week all-time biggest Low? defeat was uh, you versus Ball Fumblers Anonymous in 2017. 85 points. Oh, so, maybe man. I can feel a little bit better. I think I blacked out. I think I've like just taken that memory and just removed it from my mind. <laughs> I, I would do that. Yeah. So, all right. Let's keep on going here. Where were we at? So, yeah, I mean, other than that, waiver wire-wise, um, what did we see? I got the waiver somewhere over here. Pull that up real quick. Transactions. There, I could have just pulled it up from there. And, uh, oh, Deshaun Jackson just got picked up by Sandra. Nice. Um, That's other- a smart pickup. I know he hasn't been performing, but, I mean, it's got a high upside. Damn, yeah, I've, I've, I was between him and... Um, Robbie Anderson, but I felt better about Robbie Anderson and 
in the end. Fair. Well, I mean, Wentz hasn't been performing, but no, he is not. Wentz is a Wentz is a good quarterback. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna. And, yeah. Yeah. Anything Anything interesting? Like Naeem Hines, yeah, got dropped by you know by Ball Fumblers Anonymous. Just got picked up. Just yeah. got dropped. Daryl Henderson got picked up. Uh, Jarek McKinnon up. got picked up. Dropped Chase Edmonds. Also good pickup. Yeah. Jarvis Landry got picked up. Tevin Coleman got dropped. That yep. was it. Yeah, I yeah. mean Coleman's de- dealing with injuries, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, and then uh, and then other than that, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Jared Goff got picked up by Dirty Girl, and Zane Gonzalez got picked up, but that was all after the waiver. Oh no, that was waiver, waiver. Interesting, mm. waiver kicker. I never know how I feel about that. Dion Lewis, I guess he's the back in. In or he's New one York. of the backs. He's the back this week, anyways. I mean, in Is theory, that, when did they sign Freeman? I don't know. But Freeman has to pass so many COVID right, tests right, right. before I he forget. can even join I the team. I forget that. That's right. So I don't I don't think he'll be making it in this week. That's right. I forgot. Ugh, COVID. COVID. Fuck. All right. Cool. <laughs> so let's talk real quick because I am looking at the time. We're, we're hitting 20 minutes already. So we got to keep right. on moving. Uh, not much on the way. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put it out there. So let's talk about this one. Such a slow drop. Maybe I should speed that up, but I'm not gonna because I like it. It needs its time. It's got to breathe. So I wanted to just do one this week, and that's okay. Our mustachioed friend Gardner Minshew, QB nine in week two, QB thirteen in week one, QB nine overall on the season. Again, this is based on our own scoring in our league. I'm not looking anywhere else. Forty five uh, pass attempts in week two, three hundred thirty nine yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, and then nineteen yards of rushing. And of course, he's got this upcoming schedule, Miami, Cincinnati, and Miami at Cincinnati, at Houston, and then Detroit. So what's your thought on this? Is he going to be a QB one in that ranking from one to say 12? I mean, I'm not taking the QB one. I guess normally, I guess for our league, a QB one would be one to 10, right? You mm-hmm. think he's going to be a QB one for the next, over those four weeks? I do. Yeah. Um, I'd love to say, I thought Miami had a better secondary than they than it appears that they do. Now, granted, they lost Byron Jones mm-hmm. uh, for a little bit with a groin injury. Oh, um, my groin. I don't have that. Do you have a groin one? No, I don't the, have the, the groin one. I know, I don't. I have to, I have to, I have to get in on that. <laughs> Got to get that in there. All right. We'll, we'll spend the, the show budget on that. <laughs> <laughs> What's our show? Whoa. I don't know. It's a lot. <laughs> um, yeah, so Miami is going to be a good week. Cincinnati, I mean, yeah, like – and the best thing beyond all the passing, which is incredible, he's kind of willing the Jaguars who look like they were going to tank um, into into victory. <laughs> um, is he adds rushing on top of it? He can run. He uses his legs every single week, so you get an upside um, on so the ground, not just through the air. Like he's he's fantastic. So let's go next week. Would you go Matt Ryan or Minshew? Matt Ryan's in uh, playing at home against Chicago. Minshew against Miami. So the thing about Matt Ryan is their defense is terrible. Yes. Um, this past week, uh, they didn't even run the ball when, like, at the end of the game. At any point in time when they were trying to to just kind of let let things go, they were still passing. Mm-hmm. They're constantly passing. They do not. They have to make up for their terrible defense, and they don't. I guess they don't trust Gurley right now. So uh, Matt Ryan is a tough one. I would take Minshew over a bunch of people. I know he's got a better oh, matchup. I'm trying to give you the tough ones. If it's, I mean, 
w- would you start Minshew or Cousins? Or Cousins. That's pretty obvious. I think That's we all. That's fair. You know, That's uh, fair. Although, uh, you know, Kirk, uh, he's going to have better games. But, man, I don't trust you at this point. Okay. So so, so as long as Julio Jones is still healthy, you're gonna go I, Ryan. Would start, I would start Ryan. Okay. But Minshew would be I think close behind. Here's a tough one. Minshew or Watson? Now, Watson is playing against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh this Sunday. I would start Minshew. How about Goff? Goff at Goff at Buffalo. Oh, Minshew for sure. Buffalo gotcha. is a good Yeah, see, I think I've hit that limit of where you go, okay. You know. So I wanted to know um, – I would like to – I don't get paid for this, just for anyone who's listening. We are very casual. This is I'm, a home league, um, I, I and get, we're giving our thoughts here. But don't please don't come at me with pitchforks if uh, you disagree with what I think. <laughs> Nobody will listen. Don't worry about it. It's all good. That's the joke. Nobody <laughs> listens. Although I don't know how somebody is listening to this, but somebody is. But either way, I mean – the fun of sports is you'll be right or wrong. You know, this Minshew will get more or less than, you know, and I, I agree with you. I think when you look at Watson against Pittsburgh, you know what? I, that's a tough matchup. And I feel a lot better about him against Miami. Like you said, he's mm-hmm. got the running too, right? Yeah. And then there's the whole, um, so I, I mean, I agree with you in that respect. I think over the next four weeks, he'll average out, he'll be in the top 10 quarterback, at least in the oh. top 12, in the traditional kind of QB1 sense. For sure. So, uh, of course, barring injury and who knows what else happens. So, did you see all the Minshew against Fitzpatrick stuff that's gone on? I, I have not. I've heard I heard about it, but I didn't actually get all the fun facts that were coming out about this. So I know it, that they had a beard versus mustache. Yeah, that's where it started. Going on. Yeah. And, and Fitzpatrick just said, the mustaches versus the beard. I think the beard is cooler. Guys that grow mustaches have patchy sides. <laughs> and then... I liked what Minshew said is he said, you know, he's not going to respond. He's going to let his mustache speak for itself uh, <laughs> on uh, on Fitzpatrick's comment. He says, I'm going to have respect for my elders, especially when they're much, much elder. <laughs> so that led me to finding out how old was, was Minshew when Ryan Fitzpatrick threw his first NFL pass. So, do you think he was? I'm gonna th- I'm gonna throw out for you. Do you think he was seven years old? Do you think he was nine years old? Do you think he was twelve years old? Or do you think he was fourteen years old? I actually thought seven when you asked that question. Okay. So I'm just gonna go with. Seven. You're gonna go with seven. All right. He was nine years old, in fact, when Fitzpatrick threw his first pass. Now it's a. Uh, Nine years, 195 days old, as they like to do in the NFL, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Fitzpatrick threw his first pass November 27th, 2005. Minshew was born on May 16th, 1996. Man. Now, interesting, because I I mean, I don't know if you've looked into – I haven't followed much of the Fitzpatrick. And again, you know I'm not – I haven't paid attention to NFL football that long you know it's five years as long as i've been in this league i've paid attention otherwise i haven't really paid attention but i had a look at uh at fitzpatrick's stats to find out when this was and then saw how his first game was and um it's a classic fitzpatrick game did you did you do you know this no no so he um replaced the starter he was playing for st louis the rams Played against Houston, replaced the starter, Jamie Martins, after he left with a concussion in the first quarter. At halftime, Houston is up 24 to 3. By the mm-hmm. end of the game, 
St. Louis gets an onside kick with 23 seconds to go. They recover that. They kick the field goal to tie it 24-24. So Houston scored no more points after that. And then in overtime, Fitzpatrick wins it with a 56-yard touchdown pass. Yeah, that's as as Fitzmagic as it comes. Exactly. And and then and then how does I actually even have the clip here. How does how does his season end? From there out, he throws um absolute- In overtime, Fitzpatrick completed the 30-point comeback with his game-ending 56-yard TD to Kevin Curtis. Fitzpatrick finished the day 19 of 30 for 310 yards and three TDs. The 33-27 win keeps Rams' postseason hopes alive and hands 1-10 Houston yet another tough loss. So yeah, I love how that clipped in because it kept their postseason hopes alive and then he immediately lost the next three games throwing only <laughs> one more touchdown. <laughs> so, <laughs> it just seems so Fitzpatrick. Like, it, it, it's his whole career. Yeah. It's always been the same. So I wanted to share that with you, and I agree. Yeah, I think I think you know Minshew looks good. I, I that was I watched the highlights of that game. There's a couple of balls he threw high and stuff, but overall, man, he looks good, and it's crazy to think. So this week, I'm gonna put this when one. I say sports, you say nuts. Sports, nuts, sports, nuts. The last thing I want to end on is just talking about this week's the matchup to kind of watch, and I think the matchup to watch this week is Dirty Girl versus the Incredible Bulk. Okay, let's see this. Yeah, let's pull it up here. Hold on, sorry. Um, we got two 0-2 teams, right? So somebody's going to win here, which sucks for me because that means I can only move up one spot. But anyway, um, and I think just you have some interesting matchups here. You've got, uh, you know, at the time when I and I had that, you have Chubb uh, versus Jones and Gurley. You've got James Robinson versus Clyde Edwards Alaire. So I think that's still out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you kind of got like the young guys, you got the more established guys kind of going against each other. I think it's an interesting matchup. Looking at this here, can you go back up again? Yeah, I'm going back up. You got Lamar Jackson against Tom Brady. And, you know, I mean, I know these aren't final starting lineups, right? But, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, I think I, I think it's interesting. They've got good benches too. There's a lot of good players. I mean, they've obviously got some injury concerns. Um, I don't know. I think, I think this could play out either way. I think so too. I think so too, for sure. I mean, you know, but let's, let's see if I had to pick who's going to win this matchup, I'm going to go with, Ooh, man, this is not easy. Oh, I don't like this. Okay, but this is boring, boring stuff. So I got to make a decision. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Dirty Girl to win this one. Oh, then I'm Team Bulk. You're Team Bulk. I'm Team Bulk all the way. Four, four L. Team Bulk four L. Four. Not for the loss. Yeah, I was not for the loss. For the life. (laughs) For the life. For life. All right. Well, there you go. I think, I think that's good. That's good. Thirty minutes. We're done. We got to be done here, man. Look at this. Look how efficient we've become. I'm trying to, you know, but it was a crazy week. And early weeks in fantasy football, I think, are crazy. I think we could have gotten through this quicker had there not been such a litany of injuries. Yes. I think those had to be addressed. It's they did crazy. need to be discussed. Yes. Well, I hope, I, I mean, to our audience, like, feedback is welcome. Let us know. 
uh, if if this is too long or if this if we hit the sweet spot. BigDidkasFF at gmail.com. You can, in fact, email there. That is an email address. I do have it. I do check it from time to time. So with that said, you know, I'm excited to see where this week goes. I'm hoping for the win finally. Fingers crossed, Mike. You can stand to lose some games too. Feel free to, to throw some <laughs> off, all right? Why don't you I mean you could get a high I'm draft? One and one. I'm not undefeated. I don't care. I want everybody to lose. That's not me. <laughs> that so with, is true. So with that said, I'm gonna say for Mike and Mike and also from Fred, we'll see you guys all next week. <laughs>